Hello, everybody, and welcome to the JC and Bill Sportscast. I'm Bill. I'm JC. Um, and the madness is real. The madness is real, JC. Yes. You know how real it is? How I was real? looking at the women's bracket. I was looking at the women's bracket, thought I had to the 17th to pick, and I missed my picks on the 16th. Ooh. Because the, the women start on the 16th or the 17th. So I missed it. Yeah. So um, we're obviously going to talk about the tournament, um, both sides, the men's and the women's. Um, and we're going to talk about baseball because the World Baseball Classic has been really good. I know JC's been watching a lot more than I have. And like I told him this morning, I think coming from this, we're shaping up for a real good baseball season right around the corner. Oh, I think so. And I mean, it, it's all started with the WBC. Like you said, I've, I've watched pretty much, I try to watch every game I can. These three of the four quarterfinals have been excellent. And the last two was prime time have been just stellar. I mean, you can't, you can't ask for anything more than, than that. So it's, well, it's been, it's been phenomenal. Well, I mean, most of us have that thought, but a certain... Except for Met fans. Well, that too, but uh, one certain <clears throat> uh, sports figure doesn't feel the same way as we do, and I think he lost all credibility about 10, 15 years ago, uh, and that is Keith Oberman. Yeah, what a disgusting tweet that was. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, let me read the tweet. Uh, the tweet. <laughs> so you get the bloopers first, folks. You, you always get to get the bloopers. We leave the bloopers in. Yep. So, Keith Oberman, who has been trying to stay relevant since 2006, uh, put out a tweet about the World Baseball Classic. And... I'm going to read this to you. I'm going to read this to everyone. First Freddie Freeman, now Edwin Diaz. The WBC is a meaningless exhibition series designed to get you to buy another uniform, to hell with the real season, and split up teammates based on where their grandmothers got laid. Call it off now. Yeah, like I said, that was a dis disgusting tweet that I read. And like you said, lost all credibility. I mean, let's look at stats for a second. They said 64 million people tuned into the Japanese-Korean game. Mm -hmm. That's more than most World Series that we see. Yep. For ratings, 61% of Puerto Rico had the game on against the Dominican. I imagine the stats coming out in the next couple of days will be huge of America versus Venezuela, Mexico right. versus Puerto Rico. Right. Plus the stadiums are packed. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you're what, I mean, are you, I don't think Miami, that stadium has never seen an atmosphere like that ever. Not in 25 years. Yep. And even then it's, I mean, 
and and I'll say I'll even go one step further. And Miami has a fan base down there that you need to start to start to get involved with. I mean, if you can get the fans coming out there, I mean, you're selling millions of tickets. And then let me put out, or let me read the other tweet that Oberman put out um, a little bit later. Because uh, Lindsay Adler replied about the where their grandmothers got laid statement. And Oberman wrote, okay, it reads sexist and for that I apologize. Make it where their ancestors got laid. That blunt description of the artificiality of the team assignments is also trivial and for that I apologize. But WBC has always been a threat to what actually counts, the season, kill it. Um, okay, so so now we can look at what about the World Cup? What about the Olympics for hockey? What about yeah. the basketball for the, you know, those guys are playing mm-hmm. for their country. And you're saying you can't do it for baseball. I mean, baseball has been a dying sport. We know it. I mean, we've, we've seen the new rules this year, which has sped up the game. But this right here, this tournament has, I mean, this is bigger numbers than they had back in 2017. Yeah. Because the you games know, have been And people been are good. watching it. Kids are watching it. Yeah. The games have been good. They've been you know? meaningful. I mean, even Great Britain out there putting on a show. Israel. I mean, Israel going uh, Australia versus Cuba in the quarterfinal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's countries there that are, that you wouldn't even expect that are killing it out there. If I would make one change to the World Baseball Classic. And actually, I think it was Max Scherzer that suggested this, and I actually thought it was a good idea. Why not make it during the season? Because that way, you can have... And I know he didn't say this, but I'm just thinking this. You can have minor league players come up to the majors for the two or three weeks while... You know, the pros are out there playing the World Baseball Classic. You know, get them some time before they have to go back. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, but the thing is with baseball, okay, so if you do it in July, I mean, does that have, if you're a team on the bubble that needs those wins? Mm. Are you going to have... I mean, it's tough. I mean, and it's tough to take two weeks off for baseball because it's all timing. Yeah, you know what are guys gonna do? Pitch back in Florida and stuff. You know, it's. Are you doing it at the end of the year? See, I was while the playoffs are going. I was thinking that as well. Like, could you do it at the end of the year after the World Series is done? But the problem. But then you have players. Yeah, month off. Minor leaguers more than that off. Mm -hmm. Right, two months off. Right, so do. I mean, I guess March would be your. I mean, obviously March works. Because you're. Because I mean, we're seeing. Because it's kind of spring training, if you think about it. Yeah, and I mean, Mike Trout and Mookie Betts are the best. They could get hurt on the backfield taking swings, mm-hmm. right? Marcus Stroman stepped on a sprinkler head. I think it was 2015 or 2016. Tore his ACL. Like not even in a game. Like the first couple of days was back pitching by the end of the year. So, I mean, it can happen anywhere. And what you've done is now generate an exposure for the game. 
that kids are watching. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You're going to see a whole new crop of kids coming up in 15 years that are going to, because they saw what they what they're seeing now, and you're going to have superstars coming out of it. And and we're talking and, around the world, not just here in yeah. the U.S. and Canada. We're talking around the world. Yeah. Great Britain, Israel. I mean. Japan and Korea has, has always had great baseball. I mean, Cuba. we got to watch a bit of that during the COVID. Yep, Cuba, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Colombia, Dominican. I mean, and you got kids out there that are watching it. And then what Keith had to say, you know what? That guy doesn't even know baseball as far as I'm concerned. This has been great for the sport after the labor issue, after the COVID short season. You know, this has been this has been a, a refreshing look on how baseball can be played and how people well play countries. And it's unfortunate. Altuve took a ball to the hand last night. Hopefully he's all right. Uh, Diaz out for the year. Do have you an know? update. Do have an update. Uh, we'll get to that right. in a minute. But um, looking at the two games, so tonight, the 19th, Cuba and the United States in the semifinals. And then tomorrow night is Japan and Mexico. And then the winners will play Tuesday for the championship. And the four that are left are the kind of kind of the big four, you know, as far as baseball goes, you know, like world superpowers for baseball. Yep. Japan against Mexico. I mean, that place is going to be that place is going to be be electric. Mm hmm. I mean, the states versus Cuba is going to be electric, which then brings me to this point. And I have to say, it's kind of funny how it worked out that even though the game was being held in Miami, it was Venezuela that had the home field advantage Yeah, with the fans, with everybody. I mean, you would never see that in a Canadian hockey tournament with Team Canada being outsold by another country. I mean, you know, the atmosphere... Ever. The atmosphere was fantastic for that last night. Like, I caught bits of that. I was going back and forth with my dad between the basketball games and the World Baseball Classic. The atmosphere was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And I I like the fact that they do, you know, obviously COVID played a role in them not having it a couple years ago, but it's still good to see this. And... You know, there's a real possibility this gets bigger and bigger because if if you if you look at it at first, like the first few, it was kind of like, okay, we're kind of getting our feet wet. We've still got a long way to go. And then if you look at the at the last one, before you know COVID happened and the pandemic, it was a big hit. This year's tournament, I think, has been an even bigger success than all the others put together. Yep, it has been. And I mean, we are, like I said, we are watching, this is the way baseball should have been played. Mm-hmm. We'll put it that way. Now, you see the old rules with the shift and the smaller bases and them milling around, which we won't see anymore. Right. Which has definitely, uh, I'll tell you, I mean, it's sped up the games in spring training. But at the end of the day, like you say, I mean, who knows? I mean, these numbers could outdraw the NCAA tournament. It's possible. As far as we know. It's possible. Right? And that's just from 
every other country watching and tuning in. I mean, you know, Cuba's tuning in. You know, Mexico's tuning in. Americans are tuning in. I mean, the Canadians are tuning in. Oh, Japan's going going to tune in. Like you know, countries like Korea and and those ones are tuning in just to watch Japan lose. So I mean, it's yeah, the ratings could be. I'll tell you what, man. We'll we'll have to wait to see what the ratings are, but it's going to be. Oh man. Yeah. Um. Let me pull up what the standings were for for all the pools real quick, just so everyone knows. Pool A, I think, is the most interesting one. Because everybody in that pool went two and two. They had to decide. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They all went two and two. Yeah. And Cuba was 0 and 2 to start. Yeah, because didn't they lose to the Dutch? Yes. So basically, what it came down to were, were like the, like I think it was like runs or something. Or some, some. Yes, runs for and against. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, why you try to score as many runs as you can. Yeah, you know you can't take your foot off the pedal. You can't. You gotta score. Keep scoring. Mm-hmm. And it was phenomenal. I mean, two and two. Um, Pool B: Japan went undefeated. Australia went three and one. Uh, Korea, South Korea went two and two. Czech Republic went one and three. And the Chinese went zero oh and four. So they're probably either dead or working in some coal mine in China for little to no pay right now. Yeah, and they have to requalify. So, any, if you were last, you have to requalify, which means Great Britain is now in the next WBC. Mm-hmm. Colombia has to now qualify for it. China does. Uh, I forget who the other two are, um, but yeah. Well, China obviously has to. Um, yes. Pool C: Mexico and the U.S. both went three and one. Canada went two and two. Colombia and Great Britain went one and three. Uh, and in Pool D, Venezuela went four and zero. Oh. Puerto Rico three and one, the Dominican Republic two and two, Israel one and three. They got a win in the tournament, and Nicaragua went zero and four. So, which so then, and who in Pool A? Let's put it that way. Who is last in Pool A? Well, according to what I'm looking at, it is Chinese Taipei. But again, they all went two and two. So, <laughs> and now, but you have Great Britain who went one and three, who made it in. Israel, who went 1-3, will be in for the next one. China went 0-4. You know? Nicaragua went 0-4. It's going to be interesting. So, the finale's cut, you know, these next three days. So, now, let's do let, let's talk about the Jose Altuve injury, because he did uh, get hit in the thumb. Uh, he is going, or he is, yeah, he's going to go, un, ugh, he's going to undergo surgery for a fractured thumb. And it sounds like he's going to miss at least the beginning of the season. So he's going yeah, to be out for a little bit. Yeah. Which now Major League Baseball will be paying for that salary. Mm-hmm. I know Met fans are all mad, but I mean, Met fans are Met fans. Oh, I feel so bad for Diaz. Oh, oh my so God. do I. I mean, you don't want to see anyone get hurt. And then when, when Altuve got hit and you see the comments coming back, good, you know, he deserves it, all this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. No one deserves to get hurt. Have you guys moved on from that? I know I have. Yeah, it's like, done. I it's over on. with. I moved on for that cheating scandal. I'm still trying to finish the book that I was so hyped about reading. <laughs> yeah, it's but people haven't moved on. 
I don't think a lot of people will. You know? That that's the scary thing. Yep. Like I remember, yeah. like about a, a couple months ago, someone at work asked me, like, "Do you think Bryce Harper's overrated because he left the Nationals?" I'm like, "No, I never thought he was overrated." Because like apparently, some Nationals fans, and I'm not saying all Nationals fans, but some say once he left, they're like, "Oh, he's overrated." Uh, if I remember correctly, he helped us win a couple of division titles, so I don't think he's overrated. But that, that that's neither here nor there. Um, no, I felt bad for Diaz. I really did. Because, you know, they're celebrating, they won the game to go to the quarterfinals, and he lands awkwardly. And now he's out for the season. Yeah, and his brother was there, his brother was crying. Mm-hmm. I... I'll tell you what, I'm shocked that they brought his brother in to pitch. He went in with the trumpets and stuff. I thought maybe, you know, give him the day off because I was going to get an out. But, I mean, I felt bad for Diaz. I mean, I remember watching Diaz play for the Mariners <clears throat> live in Toronto or in Seattle when I think it was Batista or Encarnacion lit him up for a game-time home run. I mean, and he's involved to the best closer in the game. Yeah. And now... Possibly out for the season. We'll see. I mean, his boss got him a nutritionist, a trainer, personal doctor, all that stuff to help him out. And you know what it kind of reminded me of? And I had to tell my dad this because he didn't remember. I'm sure as soon as I say this, you'll remember it. You remember the Grammatica brothers in football? Yep. Remember that one that celebrated after hitting like a 40-yard field goal? He jumped up in the air and then like he broke his leg and he was out for the season. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it reminds me of, except the difference is they were celebrating advancing into the quarterfinals. Grammatica just celebrated hitting a 40-yard field goal. Yeah. I mean, look at Kendris Morales. I mean, he broke his leg hitting, I think it was a walk-off grand slam or something for the Angels. Mm-hmm. Jumped on the plate, broke his leg. I mean, what? I will say this. Some of the weirdest injuries are not related to the game. Yep. You know, Joe Sackett hurt his fingers on a snowblower in Colorado. I'm like, dude, you have a ton of money. Don't just just hire somebody. You know, baseball players breaking their or cutting their fingers open with knives and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of injuries that aren't sports related and you just have to shake your head. Right? I, mean, I think Dustin Johnson, somebody from golf fell down the stairs in the masters mm-hmm. with the house that he rented. Yeah. You know, so I mean, injuries do happen. Mm-hmm. And this is something, like I said, this is something that, I mean, are we going to, in, so let's say three years or four years when the classic comes back, I mean, is it going to be bigger and better compared to this year? Or is this a year because of COVID and everything that happened that everybody's wanting to go see some competitive ball and they are seeing some good competitive ball? Right. You know, and I mean, tonight's game is going to be amazing. Tomorrow's game is going to be amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm picking Japan to go get through against the Americans. And I'm picking Japan because I imagine Shohei Otani is going to be pitching that last game. I mean, he's going up against Mike Trout. I mean, I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that, that's that'll just be going fun. To... That'll just be fun to yep. see. Yep. I mean, you see some of these teammates going up against their pitchers who are throwing nasty stuff and they're just laughing, smiling about it, right? When they get struck out or they can't, you know, they don't catch up to a ball or something. Right. It's, you know, and so when you got a, when you got the tweets coming in from the Met fans and from, from Keith there and stuff like that, it's like, you know what? And that's enough. You know, obviously you don't appreciate the game mm-hmm. and you don't about, you need to grow the game. I mean, why do you think we went to pitch clock? Mm-hmm. Because attention span of people are like gnats today. You know, you got to keep them engaged. Yeah. Hockey, you're engaged. Football, you're engaged. Basketball to the point you're engaged as well. And baseball, I mean, the best was they showed one guy finished a half an inning and the other guy hadn't even thrown a pitch from last year. Hmm. You know, in like a minute and a half and the inning was over. Right. Right. It's, and that keeps, and that keeps the outfielders engaged. It keeps the infielders engaged. The pitchers going, right? The batters. I mean, what do you got to think about? He throws three pitches. Okay. You know, obviously now you're going to have to, I think there'll be some tweaking with the pitch clock. I know uh, Nemo said it best. He was like, you know, I had to put on my, my guards and stuff. And how do you do that with the safety equipment? Things like that. I think they have to tweak a bit. But I mean, on that, I mean, I know, I thought, you know, when we're talking about it, you said that, oh, I don't think JC is going to like the pitch clock. I said, you know what? I do like the pitch clock. Yeah, I was proven wrong. Very much wrong. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's something that, it's something that I think as a, uh, as a sports fan, I mean, obviously sports is involved. We have seen it. And... It's involving now to the point, I mean, we get to see, I mean, the game's done in two, two and a half hours, right? Yeah. Hockey's done in two and a half hours. Football's, I think, the longest one that we get to see, right? Mm-hmm. So it's something that we need to, that we love to see. And it's, I don't know, I enjoy it. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Right. And I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm pumped about the work that you see right now and it's great and let people tweet what they want to tweet at the end of the day. It's been great for baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, well, let's, uh, let's move into the madness that has been the NCAA tournament. Oh my goodness. This has, the, the, I'm going to start with the men first and then we're going to get to the women. This past three days has been absolutely fantastic to watch. I mean, we had, we've had two number one seeds eliminated, one of them being beaten by a 16. We had a 15 seed beat a number two. They're now in the sweet 16. Um, this is so much fun. This whole tournament so far has been fun because this is the one where it's like everything you thought it would be, it is not. And the games have been competitive. The games have been close. Like, okay, I I have the bracket in front of me right now. Let me tell you what we've got. Or yeah, let me tell you what we've got that is advanced. Two number ones, a five, a fifteen, two number twos, an eight, and a four. 
And a sixteenth. Hasn't a hasn't a sixteenth announced? Um well they play tonight. Okay. For the chance to go to the sweet sixteen. Oh. And can't we and I guess we should set our clock that every year Purdue loses. (laughs) Right? Can we just set it now? I mean if you're picking your bracket next year, don't pick Purdue. The third year in a row they've lost to a double digit seed. Yeah. The third year in a row. Oh man, it's and that's what we love about sports. Mm-hmm. You know, we got it's just yeah. It's, like, like if I could like if I could pinpoint each of the regions to this point. Like I'll start with the South. Alabama, you know, last night when they were playing Maryland. They had a slow start last night. They were not their usual selves. So it proves they're human. San Diego State could beat them this week. And in Princeton, Princeton has zero fear. And they're going to get the winner of Creighton and and Baylor. If I was Creighton or Baylor, I wouldn't be so confident. Excuse me. You know... Saying, oh, we're going to beat these guys. Princeton looks really good at this point. And then the Midwest, Houston's had a couple of slow starts. But after, you know, like 15 minutes into the first half, you know, they kind of turned it on. You know, that they might get caught with that at some point. Uh, Texas had a battle last night with Penn State that went pretty much down to the end. Xavier, as it is recording, they're up 16 on Pitt, so it looks like Xavier's probably going to win there. And then you got Indiana and Miami playing each other tonight. It's possible the winner of that could deal a big shot to Houston to beat them. And then you look at the West, UCLA, they're not 100%. You know, uh, their star player went out, I think, during the conference tournament. Arkansas is a pretty dangerous team. St. Mary's and UConn, I expect that to be a battle. Same with TCU and Gonzaga. And that's the West. And then you got in the East, you got Tennessee right now. But then you've also got Kentucky and Kansas State, which should be really good. Michigan State Marquette should be really good. And probably the most entertaining game is going to be Fairleigh Dickinson and FAU, the two lower seeds of that you know, quadrant of the bracket. And... And, you know, Fairleigh Dickinson, tech by technicality, isn't supposed to be in the tournament because the team that won the conference tournament can't be in the tournament because they haven't, or, you know, they didn't finish their four years of transition from D2 to B, or to D1, which I think is a bunch of BS. It should be cut down to two years. But, you know, I'm looking forward to see where this goes because I think... Even if, you know, the ones advance, it's not going to be by much. These teams are beatable. Yeah, and I mean, as and as we see sports, right? It's everything is everybody's beatable, right? Mm-hmm. When was the last time a team walked in? The uh, this is the team that's going to win it and absolutely dominate it. I think it's been a long time, hasn't it? It has, and and I mean, here's the funny thing, JC. Because last week, 
Um, I was in a chat for the website that I write for. And, you know, we were watching the selection shows for both the men and the women. And we were getting ready to watch the women on uh, ESPN. And, you know, the... And I always like to use quotes with these. Quote-unquote experts. You know, they were showing their elite aides, their final fours, you know, all that. Of the four or five people that they had on there, I think every one of them had Duke in the final four. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait a minute. How do you guys have Duke going to the final four? They had a subpar year this year. Yeah, they won the ACC tournament, but they didn't have a really good year. Now, next year, they probably will be a lot better. Next year, they probably will be better. But they weren't as good as I thought. You know, I think a five seed was very generous by the NCAA committee. And for everyone to be like, oh, Duke's going to the Final Four. No, they're not. Have you seen the other teams that were in that bracket to begin with, number one? And then it kind of proved itself yesterday when they got beat by Tennessee. So I I, I laugh at that when they're like, oh, yeah, Duke's going to the Final Four. The heck they aren't. And I was proven right. <laughs> but... Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you go. I was going to say, and, and, and it proves to us that, you know, first of all, I mean, it doesn't matter where you're seated, they do have some weird seedings. And second of all, you know, it's something that you look at the bracket, like, you know, that team ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, we know that. But to see the upsets we saw already has been phenomenal. And like I said, watching Purdue lose, as everybody has called it now for the last three years, it's, that's why I love the, you're one and you're done. And and the Kansas game, I want to mention that real quick before we get to the women. The Kansas game, that was just a very good competitive back and forth game. And I think Charles Barkley said it best last night. Kansas did not blow that game at all. They absolutely did not. It was just the better team won at the end, and that was Arkansas last night. Yep. Now, with the women, um, two fives have been eliminated. A couple eights have been eliminated. You know, we had uh, sevens and, you know, sevens lose to tens. Elevens beat sixes. You know, and right now, as of this recording, because obviously you guys will know the result of this by the time you're listening, South Carolina who's been the best team all year in the country, is up four at the half against South Florida. Yep. I mean, and put it this way, I think this year, March of 2023, has been one of the best sporting months in the history of sports. Oh my gosh, yeah. And, and I always say May is my favorite sports month of the year, which it still is. But yeah, because of the, the horse racing, all the rest of that stuff. Horse and, racing, you know. playoffs. Yeah, but darn, this March has been fantastic to watch. I mean, even the golf. I mean, you have the Players' Championship. You've got everyone's playing today. 
and the Valhalla Open, and it's, you know, everything's being competitive, and you've got the World Baseball Classic, you got Martinus, you know? Mm-hmm. We saw a, a defensive, we saw a defensive player from Georgia come 10 pounds overweight and out of breath to do a pro day that probably just lost his stock by 20, 30, 40 picks. Mm-hmm. You know? And it was thought that he was going to be the number one pick for a while. Nine more. And I mean, you start talking to people that they're like, yeah, we're, uh, we're not, you know, Seahawks aren't going to pick Carter now. I think a lot, I think he drops because of it. I mean, now where's the commitment? Don't you think you'd be ready to go? Obviously he's got some issues with some other things going on in his life. But then they, you know, you'd be, you want me ready for your pro day. And so what kind of commitment does that tell the teams? Yeah. So, like I said, this this month has been one of the best sporting months we've seen ever. Exactly. It, it ranks up there. And, so, I mean, we get to watch it, and it's been great. It, it absolutely has. And I don't think we've even, we've even gotten into the best part yet. That's the thing. I don't believe we have gotten into the best part yet. The best is yet to come. Yep. I really I mean, feel that. You got the, yeah, I think the basketball finals, the, the, the Sweet 16, the Super 8 are going to be great. The classic finals and the semifinals are going to be great. I mean, you're coming, you're rolling to hockey where teams are going on and out to get some position in, in playoff races. Mm-hmm. Right? Spring training. I mean, hey, man. Opening days in March for baseball. We're a week and a half away. You know? I mean, it's... Yeah, it's it's like sports overload. You know? Yeah. A bunch of people might have to go to therapy at once March is done. <laughs> for this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But... Hey, you know what? At, at least you and I, we haven't broken a television, so... No, because we're not Cowboy fans. <laughs> right? Our Philly fans are... I mean, why do you have to break something that you own? Yeah, can we talk about is it that? For, is it for likes to, to be to on your social media page? Are you just an idiot? You know? with the latter. I think so, too. I mean, we all get mad when you see something happen, right? And you're like, what are you doing, right? But I don't break nothing. Because then I'm not going to be able to watch watch the rest of the game or watch the next week or watch them next year. You think my wife's going to be allowing me to buy a new TV if I punch this TV? Hell no. <laughs> you know? She's like, you're on your own now. I have to take a deep breath. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Like. <laughs> like, okay. Like uh, last night. Like, I expected Maryland to lose. I did. I I expected them to lose. Um, I didn't stay up to watch the game because I was freaking tired, but I was like, all right, Maryland won. They got a game under their belt. They're probably going to get beat by Alabama. I don't really care, you know. And they, they lost. They did lose. But I'm like, okay, you know, they did better than a lot of people had expected. I did not think they'd make the tournament this year. Like, if they had made the NIT, I probably would have been fine with that. I would have accepted that. 
But the fact that they got to the second round of the NCAA tournament this year, um, I can't be upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> no. And that's the thing, right? It's, you know, I mean, we cheer for them. We don't play for them. You think they're, you think the players are out there beating each other up after the game? Hell no. They're going to a charity golf tournament. They're signing jerseys. Hey, man, our charity needs a jersey so we can make some money for it. Can you sign a jersey? Yeah, we can do that. You know, it's not like the old days where people didn't hang around the batting cages on both teams talking to the other players. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you never saw that 20 years ago, but now these guys are all buddies off the field. Yet the fans are beating everybody up in the stadium and they're breaking their TVs. You know, and they're getting brawls and bars and stuff like that. It's, I don't, I would say sickening is the word, but I think it's worse than that. Because you don't play for them, you don't. right? You wear the jersey. That's it. Or the shirt right? or you whatever. Think, yeah. You, you think Des Bryant gives a, gives a crap if, you know, that you beat up an Eagles fan? No, he doesn't care. Right? Or Terrell Owens or those guys, they don't care. Like it's just, just phenomenal of how it how it works. It is. Um, let's move into the NFL because there's two topics I want to talk about with you. Okay. And I and I want to talk about the the first one is the one that I think everyone has talked about this week, but you and I, we haven't talked about it at all, probably because we, number one, really don't care. And <laughs> number two, it's like, okay, we've lived through this. Why are we making it a big deal again? But I, I think for the purposes of this podcast, we have to discuss this. Aaron Rodgers in his reenactment of The Revenant, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Um... <laughs> Um, no, Rogers, uh, who is a regular guest on the Pat McAfee show announced that he has intentions of going to play for the New York Jets. Um, the trade has not been finalized yet. Um, but Rogers going to the Jets, that's probably, I think where a lot of us had him going especially once the dominoes started to fall into place. Um, I'm not even going to ask. I don't think it's a big deal. I really don't. Because we've seen this before with Favre. Because Favre went to the Jets for a year and had a, had a decent year that I remember. Am, am, am I wrong on that? Oh, he had a... Oh, he had a decent year. Yeah, that that one year with the Jets, it was a decent year. Almost won the yeah, division. Yeah, and then I think. Yeah, and then I think he went to the Vikings afterwards. Right. So next year. And became public. So the year after the Jets. Yeah. And so we would expect Rogers to be the Vikings the year after the Jets, <laughs> and then probably lose to this, then lose to the Saints in the playoffs. Right. Even though you're thirteen and three, mm-hmm. and then retired. Yeah. I mean, as long as he doesn't send a picture to a female reporter of his junk. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me. I'm just gonna say this to every gentleman, every male that's listening to this. Don't, don't, don't send a picture of your junk to females. Just don't. 
Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure there are some women that are like, oh, I like, you know, pictures of your, mm. but honestly, don't do it. It's going to come back to bite you in the butt. It really will. Don't, just don't yeah. do it. Like, the furthest I ever went is just a picture of me shirtless. With pants on. Yeah. You know, Summertime is nice out. Yeah, flexing my muscles, you know, showing the gun yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't You're have on. that big of muscles, folks. <laughs> no, but... You're on a beach somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd be sunburned to death. No, but in all seriousness, it's like, okay, he's going to the Jets. Big whoop. They're probably going to finish fourth anyway in that division this year again. Yep. So. Well, you never know. I mean, what's Buffalo doing? They've they've lost a few players. They have, but I don't know. I mean, Miami looks really good. Patriots are going to be good, I think, this year. I mean, we're five months, six months away from doing our preview show of the season. Um, I'm not even worried about that. But it's the Jets. Come on. It's the Jets. <laughs> And Zach Wilson's out there texting. Doesn't matter what veteran you bring in, he's gonna have to beat me for a spot. And then he's gonna go bang. No. Him yeah. And no, no, he Rogers will come in and be the starter. That's what they can agree to some compensation. I mean, now he's got the Jets in a hard place. Mm-hmm. Right. So the Packers can. I mean, you know, they sign uh, Lazard there, so maybe the Packers ask for uh, Elijah Law more. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, now you got to look at their depth. Say, hey, you know, you sign this guy. Are you going to use him? We'll take him. And then you're going to have Love throwing a Watson and maybe more. Yeah, but is Love aren't... going, but is Love developed? That's the question. That's the question. Because he's had two or three years to be ready. Yep. And I think it all goes back to how did he, did Aaron Rodgers prep him and train him for it? Or did he not talk to him? He probably went out. Right? Like Said you figure it out on your own. He probably went out in the woods for yeah. like eight days. Yeah. You know, like, it's, oh, there's some weird things that go on, isn't there? All right. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to just throw the ball. You know, I'm, I'm just going to go out camping in the woods and probably fight some bears and, you know, hunt geese and. No, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I don't have an Aaron Rodgers impersonation, as you can tell. So, yeah, uh, it's some weird stuff going on in the world. Well, let me get to the other NFL story, and this is one that I personally have been keeping my eye on. I think you know where I'm going with this. It looks like is it? Go ahead. Does it include a Cincinnati Bengal? First of all. No. Okay. But we could talk about that when we're done with this story. Okay. It looks like we are getting close to a sale of the Washington Command Skins. Ooh, yes we are. Um, Reports came out during the week that Mr. and Mrs. Snyder had taken everything out of their offices in the headquarters. And someone had reported on Twitter, I believe it was yesterday, 
the state of the sale was it was in the red zone. Now it's first and goal. Who's red zone? Are they playing defense red zone? <laughs> Probably the Snyders <laughs> of the NFL at this point. <laughs> no. Um, here's the thing, though. We don't know who it is. That's the, I, I guess we could say, $7 billion question. We don't know who it is. Um, I, I had read that the current owner of the 76ers and New Jersey Devils uh, recently partnered up with a local D, uh, D.C. businessman uh, to make a pitch because Snyder does not want to sell the team to Jeff Bezos, which may be the smartest thing Dan Snyder's ever done. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be them. I, I think it's going to be the owner of the Sixers and Devils that gets the team. Okay. Throw a curveball in. All right. What about Michael Jordan? He's looking to sell his stake in the in the Hornets. But is he? But is he really a football guy? Yeah, it could be the status, you know. But no, I think I think you're right. I think it's going that way, which will be good for the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I think Snyder probably gets divorced afterwards. His wife leaves him for all the shady stuff he's done. Yeah. Uh... I never had a problem with Mrs. Snyder. I never had a problem no. with her. She seems no, like she seemed to be the nice one that was. Person. Yeah, and she's the one who had the had the head on her shoulder to to try to right the ship, right? But at the end of the day, your husband screwed it up. She did a decent job. Yep. Oh yeah. We have no complaints there. No. 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 She gets a pass. You know. She, if yeah. she wants to come to a Commanders game, she could come back. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> um, she could have her own suite. I will, for the sake of our friend Ted, throw in another name, just to throw it in. Ted Leonsis. Oh, yeah, the Washington Capitals owner. Capitals owner, Wizards owner, Mystics owner, maybe possible owner of the Nationals in the future. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, he does treat his guys good, doesn't he? He does. So, Treats his employees well. Yep, yeah, no I mean, complaints there. Him. I mean, I mean, he flew his employees to the Stanley Cup Finals that year that we won it. Yeah. I, I will say this, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be serious here about this. I'm saying this as someone who is like second, third generation fan of this football team. Because my parents have been fans. My mom's basically been a lifelong fan. My dad's been since, you know, he moved into D.C. And my grandfather on my mom's side has been a fan too. So, yeah, I'd say third generation. Whoever is the next owner, whoever it is, I, I, I honestly, at this point, I don't care. Whoever the next owner is, there is one thing and one thing only I want you to do. 
I want you to get a stadium built in Washington, D.C. The team needs to be in D.C. Everybody else is playing in D.C. Why aren't the Commanders? Yeah, well, I mean, even the XFL is playing in Washington, I mean, D.C. I know why, but, you know, it's time. It's time to get the team back into D.C. And I think it'll happen. I mean, you don't want to be in a stadium that all of a sudden a sewer pipe leaks on fans and a field that tears up knees and everything else. All right? Mm-hmm. It's time to go. And, and you know what? Here's the, here's the other thing. You don't have to make it a 70, 80, 90,000 seat stadium. You can make it 50,000. You can. Yep. Make it 50,000. People are going to go. Yeah. Just get it going. Get that idiot of a mayor. And yes, she is an idiot. If, if you want the fight about it, send me a message on Facebook. We'll fight about it. But she is an idiot. Get her, you know, convince her, hey, we're going to move the team to D.C. Just do that, and you're good. And I'm sure she'll give you whatever land you want. Yep, and I think, and another thing, too, I mean, you look, Chicago's going to be building a new stadium, right? Oh, my god. Which is kind of weird. <laughs> Can I add two cents on that real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, folks... If you're new to the show for the first time, welcome, number one. Number two, JC and I, we've known each other for 20 plus years. We are not political people at all. At all. Nope. But I'm going to just say it for the sake of it. The soon-to-be ex-mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, She's the reason why the Bears don't want to be in Chicago. They want to move to Arlington. Yeah. So blame blame the mayor. Blame the mayor. Not the Bears. Blame the mayor. Yeah. And no wonder she it's... lost. No wonder she lost in her attempt to be reelected the mayor of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a couple of things you do not do if you want to win in Chicago. A, you do not go against the Bears. You protect the Bears. You know, one of the longest running football teams ever in the history of football. They played football before football was even invented in Chicago. The Bears you know? are as Chicago as their pizza. Yes, and as their Green River for St. Patrick's yes. Day. Yes, which I, which I like. Yep, you know, it's the three things you don't do in Chicago is you don't trash on the Bears, you don't trash on the pizza, and you don't trash on the Green River. I mean, I'd love to go to Chicago. I would. I, I have friends in Chicago. But, I mean, like, like I respect the Bears. I do. I, I've never had a problem with the Bears. But, come on. Like, when you, when you have, like, if you say to people, name me things about Chicago, Bears is probably one of the first things they're going to bring up. It really is. Oh, it is Mike Dicka. Coach Dicka. I mean, heck. It's not even the Bears. It's Mike Dicka and Dick Butkus. They immortalized the Bears on Saturday Night Live in the 90s with the Superfan skit. Yes. And which, still yep. to this day, I'm still doing impersonations of 30 years later. 
So, if you had a team of Mike Dickas versus a team of Mike Dickas, who's going to win that Super Bowl? Oh, I, I think it's going to be a close one, but I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to go with the Dickas. The Dickas are going to win that one. I I also agree that the the, the, the Dickas are going to win that one. It's going to be close. The fans will not know what to do. Break some TVs, but the Dickas are going to win that. Well, I I do this skit to to my nephew sometimes. I'd be like, okay, who do you got in a battle? Coach Dicka or a hurricane? But the hurricane is named Ditka. <laughs> the bears. I mean, it can't get any better than that. And now we live in a world where you can't even say anything without being reprimanded or being destroyed or having fun or all the rest of that stuff. The bears. The bears. That'll never die Does in there... my house. That skit will oh, never, never die will. in my house. Well, that's good, man. It should never die. Between him and John Madden. You know, uh, it's the two best things that we have seen produced in a long, long time. Oh, man. You know. There just may be one day where I just come on and I do a whole show as the super fans. <laughs> just be for great. the hell of it. And I'd be asking, and I'd be asking some, some questions like, all right, if you had a Ditka coming from Japan, riding Godzilla, and you had another Ditka coming from Hawaii, riding a U.S. Navy boat, which Ditka is going to win? Well, you see, you got to go with the dick of riding the U.S. boat because it's American. You know, the the U.S. Navy is as American as Coach Dicka. You know, you can't go against that. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be here all week. <laughs> we should be on Radio Row for the Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you know. like, like I said, I, I, I have respect for the Bears organization. I can't hate the Bears. I can't. E even if they, you know, do stupid stuff, I can't hate on the Bears. I'm, I'm sure Packers fans are like, you stupid SOBs, the Bears. Hey, you know what? That's between you two. My, yeah. my, my I mean, and the Bears, and I'll say it, the Bears made a great move already. Mm -hmm. By keeping Fields trail number one yes. to Carolina. Who Carolina's now said they're willing to trade out number one. What? Yeah, they that is the weirdest thing I ever heard. You traded for the number one pick, and now you're like, you know, we're open to trading the number one and, pick. And you gave up your number one wide receiver, too. Yeah. So DJ DJ Moore and Fields are going to be electric. I had DJ Moore as a on my trading block. I pulled him off. I know. When um, DK and I we did uh, the the most recent episode of the legacy and his or history and legacy of sports, which you guys can listen to on whatever podcast uh, service you listen to, um, we did a, a mock draft, first round mock draft, and DK had the Bears trading that number one pick to the Colts. When that trade actually happened with the Panthers, I went to DK and I'm like. Yeah, you know, you kind of got that one wrong, pal. <laughs> I, I can't say what 
I can't say on the air what he said, but he was surprised. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Bill did not lose his swear card last last episode, so he doesn't want to use it now oh, yeah. for someone else who said it. Yeah, JC officially uh, has given me back my second swear card because I was defending people and kids that were being used by uh, pieces of garbage. So. Yep, and that's and that's one rule we have: a schmuck. Don't be a schmuck. That's our number one rule. I have yes. to, we have to come up with other rules, though. We do. Um, <laughs> I, I think we, we'll put a poll up today. I got I got my laptop open up here right now. Just finished off my draft. I'll have to. I'll come up with some rules. I'll do some polls because we're going to do our baseball preview show here soon. Yeah, probably within the next week or so. Yeah, because I work next week and the weekend after I'm off, and then I'm on a two-week hiatus of work, working straight through for pretty much two months straight. Working nights for 30 days. Hmm. So things like that. But we're going to do one or we can get and we'll get some special guests or maybe we'll get DK on our show for it. Maybe. You know, and I know and I will say this right now. I already know that Bill will not pick the Blue Jays for anything this year. Well, at least not the division. Yeah. He said last year you have you have my last vote for the year. You better do something. Yep. And then they didn't. And then they blew the biggest playoff game in the history of playoffs for baseball. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was stunned. It was, it was phenomenal. It, it was so sad to see that, but you couldn't turn away. I was a part of history that day. Mm-hmm. You know, but we are going to, but I do want to get to a topic of players and guns. Oh, yeah. Right. First of all, J. John Morant. Morton or whatever. He, he's been suspended for eight games. There's players already calling out that suspension stuff, saying it's useless. But or why are you suspended? I mean, did he not take a gun to a train facility where years ago wasn't arenas or something? Had a gun in there. and. Yep, Gilbert Arenas. You know, so, Agent Zero. Yeah, so it's not good. And then they figure he brought on flights and stuff, which, okay, that's not good. And then you got Joe Mixon, who's allegedly his brother or brother-in-law now was the one who shot the kids or shot at the kids. Like, you're in the spotlight. If somebody's bugging you, we're in a world now where just turn away, go away, Right. Is that one person going to bug you so bad that you need to shoot them or stab them or punch them? Right? You play, you make millions of dollars. That guy will never, you'll never, you may never see that guy again in your life. Right? I mean, look at Camara. Camara is going to be suspended by the league mm-hmm. if he doesn't, if he doesn't get jail time for being in Vegas. Just walk away. You know what? If you walked away, we as sports fans would defend you. What defend mean, you? Say, you know, yeah, that guy is an idiot. You walked away, that's great on you. I mean, here's how skeptical I was. And, and, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm just going to say this real quick. Here's how skeptical I was that Kamara was going to play at all last year. When I had the chance to draft him in like one or two fantasy drafts, I didn't draft him because I thought he was going to be suspended at some point during the season. But he never was. 
Yeah, and then you probably lost while you won our league. <laughs> you know, which was good. Congratulations, Bill. I mean, usually, you know, you're near the bottom, but you came up, and everybody was cheering for you, Bill. Everybody. Well, you know what it was? The key move was even before the season began. Okay, I'm just going to say it real quick. Then we're going to get back to the topic. In our league, we have a, you could save up to three players league. Yep. One, of the, one of the players that I saved was the San Francisco 49ers defense. And you are like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? You're saving a defense? He who laughs laughs. It was an odd he move. He who laughs last laughs loudest. Hardy. Yeah, and it was a weird move. I mean, you know. But it paid off. Yeah. It paid off. And I mean, it's fantasy football. You... A bunch of Canadian people's money. You did. That was a win for and America, it... damn it. Yes. And it translated I won into. For America. And the best part is it went from 250 Canadian to 160 or 70 American. Yeah. You know. But still, I won for America. <laughs> That's right. And I've now learned it's tough to send money to America when the Western Union in Bonneville is such a crap hole. On three occasions, I went down there to send you money. I finally had to go to Coal Lake to get it done. Oh, the computer's down. Oh, you need to make sure this is all right. Well, oh, my God. So we finally got it settled out. Now we're good. At least I have a Western Union in a Walmart, so at least I know where to go if we ever do this again. Yeah. But, any, but anyway, back, back to your topic. So, yeah, so we're talking, you know, I mean, let's just talk in general, athletes being in trouble, right? I mean, walk away. You know? I mean, there's a part of what Sidney Crosby does when he wants to go out and have some beers. He drinks it out of a coffee cup. Really? You know? Yeah. I didn't know Which that. is, hey, man, it's a, it's a smart idea. Right? Because people, they, they're just drinking coffee. And here's Sydney drinking four or five or pounding back 10 or 12 beers in a coffee mug. You know, things like that, you have to be discreet. Yeah, you know, you're famous. And maybe, I mean, maybe it's different Pittsburgh than if you're playing in Toronto. But you go home, right? Maybe, you know, you want to be left alone. Yeah, you know what? But you're also in the spotlight. You're making millions, right? People want to talk to you. People want to say, hey, can I take a picture whatever, right? And there's some good athletes. There's some bad ones who say, you know, get away. Other ones say, yeah, no, not a problem, right? It's how you approach it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you walk away, the JC and Bill sportscast will defend you. Take the high road. Yep. There's nothing wrong with it. I've done it. You know, and I've been called names. I'm like, man, whatever. Like, I've had to swallow, like, you know, metaphorical pills on stuff where I had to be the bigger person. So. Yep. You know, but you get in trouble. Yeah. But what you're probably going to do when you're in jail? What you're probably going to do when you get cut or you get suspended or your name gets tarnished? Right? Some of the best athletes have never been in trouble. Well, if you end up in jail, you're probably going to belong to some guy named Molly. Yes. Or Baba. 
Bub. You know. But what we're saying here is, you know, I mean, and it's the people you hang out with, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people like, oh, get a burner phone, get that. If you live your life right as a sports guy, you don't need any of that stuff. Hang out with the people that will protect you, not get you in trouble. I mean, look at the, I mean, Plexico Burr shot himself in the leg. Do I still have, I'm going to look up something. Keep, keep, keep talking. So you have that one. You had Arenas pull out a gun. You haven't seen anybody, a hockey player pull out a gun or a knife in a, in a locker in trouble on that part, right? It seems to happen basketball, football. And I do think it's because of the culture that they were brought up in. And, you know, now listen, they're giving a ton of money. How do you, you know, you got all these people who expect to be given that money and you fall in the wrong crowd. Right? Where you have others. I mean, a prime example is Marshawn Lynch, who grew up in Oakland, who takes care of his community, but you don't really see him in trouble. Yeah, he got a DUI and stuff. You know, things like that. It's Yes, I still have the video. Uh oh. But you know, it's it's the one thing that I think is as athletes and I mean and people will push your buttons. Right? Mm-hmm. It is, but you have to, I mean, you're under pressure, you're under intense scrutiny pressure playing the game, and you can't take that pressure off the field. Right? Somebody, yeah, someone's going to call your name, you just laugh about it. Yeah, well, whatever. You know what? I just made $4 million. It's in my bank. Right? You know, you're pushing grocery carts for a living at Walmart. You know, but because I guess it's the athlete, it's the way that they're, they're built. It's like, I'm going to confront this guy. So the video that I found for those that are curious, this was done years ago. Um, they were, some YouTube channel was doing a parody of Plexico Burris on gun safety. It is funny. It's just funny stuff. Cause at one point, like the gun just shoots by itself and he's like, Yo, this is possessed. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it up in our Facebook group so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, we're not saying gun violence is funny, but oh, there no, are some no, funny... No, 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 Not at all. Not you at know. all. Yes. The key and pill one where the guy turns into a gun is funny. But violence overall is because you have a weapon is not funny. But no, and, and that's the thing is, right, is we want to... Maybe, maybe because our show is too small or something, we won't hit a lot of people on it. But walking away is not the not the end of the world, mm-hmm. right? It used to be walk. You know, you would someone call you yellow, you would go out after them. You walk away to live another day, spend time with your family, with your dogs, go outside, right? Watch your sports, because what? Someone may find you. You're going to cause trouble. Now you're in jail. What kind of good life is that? Mm-hmm. And as a Cowboys fan, how are you going to break a TV when they lose the Super Bowl next year? You mean they got to make it to the Super Bowl first? Well, they made some moves. They got cooks now. They're still not going to make it. Come on. Don't give these guys hope. You're giving them false hope. Hey, man, it's like the Toronto Maple Leafs. You got to give them false hope. Well, at least Maple Leaf fans aren't as bad as Cowboys fans. (laughs) 
Oh, I don't know, man. Oh, we have Senior Citizen Day in Vancouver. Vancouver. They have to play a That's right. game because their age group is 75 and over. That's right. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I did that as a tweet, and everybody was like loving and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got Maple Leaf fans that that text me was like, "Yeah, that's true, man. When I'm done, it's over. I go to bed." Seventy-five <laughs> yeah, and over. <laughs> you know. Oh, it, oh man, it's. Oh, oh, I know. That's the first time I think I've ever commented on that. So. <laughs> When we get to this, and standard, every year, yeah, every year I bring it up. Oh, look, it's National Senior Citizens Day in Vancouver again. So nice of them, you know. <laughs> like, oh god, oh man. Uh, so, what were we talking about? I think we were talking about players getting in trouble. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I mean. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, with with the Morant situation, they, the NBA has counted the time that he took off as games that he is suspended for. So his suspension's pretty much up at this point. Um, Did he get so, paid for those days off, though? Because once you're suspended by a league, you don't get paid. Good question. I don't know. Um, Here's the thing, though. It's like... And, and and we've known this for years. Like, once you become famous, you know, and get money, people are just going to latch on to you. Either it be people that hated you when you were growing up and like, oh, man, he was cool. He's not my best friend. Or, or you know, people that look dangerous, but are like, yeah, you know, you know you're my dog, dog. You know, stuff like that. You know, you got to watch out for that. Um, a perfect example of someone doing it right is... A former student. I, I didn't teach him, but he was, you know, like he was interacting with my students. Francis Tiafo, who is a, is a tennis player. Real good tennis player, by the way. You know, he's been on the pro scene for a few years now. And he got all the way to the semifinals of the U.S. Open last year, which is a pretty big deal. I mean the semifinals of the U.S. Open in tennis. And, you know, here I am, you know, someone who doesn't live in Maryland anymore, has moved up, you know, has moved to Pennsylvania. And I don't, you know, I don't go to him and be like, oh, yo, that's my dog, you know, he, yo, blah, 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 blah. I'll just say, look, I know him. He used to be, you know, he used to be with my students. He's a good guy. You know, his brother is a twin. Good guy as well. And look at where he is now. He's now in the top 20 in the world rankings of tennis. And, and, it's, be and it's because he didn't change, you know? And, and, and obviously, I hope for nothing but success for him because he deserves it. Yep. And that's and you know, and we and we are cheering for you. Every time you're cheering, we're going for you. You know, we're rooting for you. Like you'll be the you will be the right. reason, Francis. I'll tag you on our on our Facebook or on our Twitter. You will be the reason 
why JC and I watch tennis is to watch you. Yep. And if Bill says you're a good guy, you've done your stuff, guess what? You are a good guy. You know. Although I probably and I mean, you. Hey, Anders. Although I probably annoyed you and your brother a few times here and there, but that that's not the point. You guys uh, but succeeded I mean, in life. If yeah, you can't, respect. if you got kids that are listening to this show and you want your kids to look up to a role model, look up to Francis Tiafo. Look up to him. He's got it right. Yep. You know, and there's a bunch of guys you can look up to, and I mean as much as you don't love it. Sidney Crosby's a guy to look up to. Yeah, that's debatable. Ovechkin's a guy to look out, look up to. Yeah, especially when you're partying. You know, but that's another story. <laughs> and we, and our condolences to his yeah, Ovechkin. His father passed away his a little while ago. Passing away. Yeah. yeah. I see his mom went to a game to watch. So mm-hmm. you know, sorry, sorry for that. But I mean, you know, you got to pick your role models, and I mean, players. Who say they aren't role models? Yeah, you are. They kind of are on the field and off the field because you don't want to be. You're being, yep. Because we see you on TV, we see in the news, we see on Twitter, we see on Facebook, we see in videos. So you are a role model. And then you got people say, "Well, I don't, I don't want all this publicity." Well, go find something else to do. Yeah, yeah. Be an electrician who struck out Shohei Otani then. In the Czech Republic, you know, be that guy then. You won't get no publicity except for the 15 minutes because you struck out Shoei Otani, which was great to see. Right? I see that I think a Nicaraguan guy who struck out three All Stars got signed by the Detroit Tigers. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, he got pitcher. signed by the Tigers, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know. So guys are working their butts off, and other ones like, "Well, I don't want this." I said, "Well, you know what? You sign up for it, just like actresses or actors, oh, just like politicians. You chose that, yep. right? It wasn't just given to you. You chose that, right? And the one thing about baseball, which maybe now baseball can realize, start showcasing your stars. You've got them. You've got them. Yeah. I mean." You got guys like Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Vladdy Guerrero, Aaron Judge, you know, Julio Rodriguez. You got these guys. Start doing something with it. You know, get it so that people are seeing them. I mean, I see commercials of Wayne Gretzky and Connor, Connor McDavid out. Racing Zambonis. Right, because hockey's doing it right. They're promoting their stars. Mm-hmm. Basketball protects their stars. Oh God, do they ever? You know, but they're still they're they're bringing out to the to the fans saying, "Hey, you know what? It's the stars of the game that are doing this." Right, baseball. You don't see a Mike. Tr- I think the last big best commercial I think I saw was "Chicks Love the Long Ball." And you had Greg Maddox out there. I think you had, what was it, Glavin mm-hmm. or Smoltz. And they had McGuire and Sosa hitting bombs, all juiced up. Right? I think that was the last baseball commercial I think I've ever seen. Involving the stars, like something along that line. Right. 
Quote me if I'm wrong, but I think that was the last one. Where you're seeing, I mean, you saw the NFL one where they had, where they were at the, uh, they had Goodell up there and they were at some party and all of a sudden the football falls down and was it pay Manny Yell's fumble and, oh no, it was because Marshawn Lynch took the cake off the table. It fell and the football fell and someone yelled fumble. Right? You know, let's see something like that in baseball. Because you're in a position now to keep rolling. And not rolling uphill like baseball always does. You have a chance. Come, come on in to, on the to the truck stop. Here. Everything you Real need. Sorry. sorry. Sorry about that. Uh-oh. No, I, I made a mistake. So you, have to, you have to get your superstars out there. Right? Golf is doing it. Even golf is doing it. They are. They are. You know? And they got pushed by that crappy golf league, mm -hmm. LIV, right? Where guys can be plus 24 over and get 100 grand, you know? And I'll call it out. I mean, some of the superstars there aren't playing like, and you're playing a, a weaker golf course. You're not going up against the competition. You don't get cut. What do you think is going to happen? And how many people from that league, when they get invited to the Masters, because it's not a PGA-sanctioned event, it's a major, are, are not even going to make the cut? Good point. I'll tell you right now. Right? Maybe one or two. Maybe one or two. But you're not playing every week. You need to play. Golf is one of the sports where you need to play lots. And you need to be competitive to play lots. That's how you win. Right? Mm -hmm. Tin Cup said it best. What, you're going to lay up? Give me another one. Give me another one. This is your last ball. I know I can make it. Well, then do it. Right? That's the way you win in golf. Not some party atmosphere, which I don't think Liv is going to be on much longer anyways. I mean, the TV ratings are a disaster. The tournament's a disaster. Right, guys? Plus 24, plus 12, plus 15, and you're watching that. It wasn't even competitive. It just, you know, you, and that's the thing about sports is you have to keep going. You have to better yourself. How do you better yourself? In competition. Yeah. Um, right? Just, unless you're, unless you're horse racing. Horse racing, you just run your horse. That's it. Yeah. You know. But everything um, else is competition. Yeah. I just want to give real quick... Uh, a, a, a couple of shout-outs real quick. First off, uh, last night was the National Championships for Collegiate Wrestling, and Penn State, once again, has won the National Championship in Collegiate Wrestling. Uh, they were 60... I want to say 60 points... No, 50 points above the next team. Like, they dominated the tournament Ooh. and they had five of their wrestlers compete for national championships. So uh, congrats to Penn state on another national championship victory for them. Yep. Um, and one more thing. And, and I think we're going to wrap this up. This one is kind of fun. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to 
go back a little bit. I, I want to see if you... I think you remember this person when I say the name. Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, one of the original... Or one of the OGs of wrestling. Yeah. Gorilla Monsoon, announcer. I don't remember much of him wrestling. Yeah, but as an announcer, that's what I'm... Yes, yes. All right. I know you don't go on Twitter that much. But I want you and everyone else to do a huge favor. I want you to go on the Twitter, and I want you to follow a, a really wonderful person. His name is Joe Morata, who hosts a couple of podcasts. One is a retro wrestling podcast, and now he's got a retro, you know, like, basically like pop culture podcast, which is really cool. He has come out with over 40 videos on, on Twitter of... Gorilla Monsoon, if he had a podcast, and it's done with, you know, AI um, technology, it is some of the yep. best stuff going today. It is absolutely funny. If you have not seen one video, you have to. It is fantastic. Joe Murata, um, please, just go on Twitter. Look him up. His videos are fantastic. They are hilarious. Or, or what Bill will do is he'll share his Twitter account. Yeah, I will. You know? I, yeah. I will. And then I'll watch. It's great stuff. It is. Perfect. It's funny. All right. Uh, I think on that note, well, that that's where we're going to wrap it up for this episode. And speaking of Twitter... You guys can follow us on Twitter, JC Bill Sportcast, and join the face group. Fate, yay, 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 yay. That, that thing. Bloopers all day long. Yeah. The JC and Bill Sportscast Facebook group. We've got so many members, wonderful members. Join them to discuss whatever topic you want in sports. Next time around, which I think is going to be real, real soon, we are going to preview the baseball season. We're going to do everything. We're going to pick the division winners, the wild card, who's going to the World Series, who's going to win it all this year. I don't know who JC has. JC doesn't know who I have. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun with this one as always. So Yeah, and like always, we'll put the polls up. Yep. So that random dude can vote for the Chicago White Sox. <sighs> yeah, I know. For the AL Central one. Oh. <laughs> probably end up finishing third in the division again. <laughs> no one likes oh, the AL man. Central. I don't know why. Well, anyway, right. thank you all for tuning in. We'll talk to you all next time. Have a good one. Have a good one.